January 3rd. We're in Matthew 3. This is Between the Lines. I'm Junior. And I'm Scott. Let's get into it. No, I, you know, I love this text, though. It's about John the Baptist, and I, I feel like I kind of identify with John the Baptist just a little bit. Well, that, Kind of that's a wild a good, man. Yeah, well, you, you look a little bit like John the Baptist, <laughs> I, I think, would have. In fact, when we were in Israel, yeah. people were pulling you aside. They wanted you to baptize them because they thought you looked like John the Baptist. <laughs> and so, <laughs> Let's read about them. In those days, this is verse 1, in those days, John the Baptist came to the Judean wilderness and began preaching. Now, we were just in the Judean wilderness, and yeah. people don't realize what that was like. I mean, Awful. It, it was, I mean, just nothing but rocks and sand. You know what sand. it looks like if you go on, like, the Mars rover pictures? It looks yes. like Mars. It looks like it's another just, world. Everything is dead. It, it's just rocks and sand. You, it yep. is the most wilderness area I have ever seen. Yeah, this guy's like Bear girls of the first century. That's where he was living. Yep. And his message was, repent of your sins and turn to God, for the kingdom of God of heaven is near. The prophet Isaiah was speaking about John when he said this. You've brought this up a couple of times in our reading so far, that this tie into the Old Testament. So here, here again, he goes back to Isaiah, very well respected in the first century. And he said, and he points out how John the Baptist was the one that Isaiah was saying would come before the Messiah. So verse 3, he has a voice shouting in the wilderness, prepare the way for the Lord's coming, clear the road for him. That's what John the Baptist was I love that he's preparing the way and telling people to repent. In a sense, he's saying, you need to turn to God or you will miss him. And it's still true today. Exactly right. If we hang on to ourselves instead, we're going to miss him altogether. So verse 4, John's clothes were woven from coarse camel hair. You've got camel hair on today. (laughs) It looks like like. it. It's a twill shirt. And he he wore a leather belt around his waist. I don't think you've ever worn a belt in your life. For food, he ate uh, locusts and wild honey. I love honey. I'm not sure about the locusts. People from Jerusalem and from all Judea and all over the Jordan Valley went out to see and hear John. Oh, is it see and hear? He was probably a sight to behold, (laughs) but he also was a good speaker. That's part of the reason why they went to, to, because they heard about this guy, what he was dressed like. They want to see it. And uh, but he was he was a he was a powerful speaker. And when they confessed their sins, he baptized them in the Jordan River. Now there's some background to that. I don't mean to. You know, we're, I know we're taking a lot of time with a lot of these verses here, but um, this was something that they did at the time in their mikvahs. It was the Jewish ritual of cleansing, but this was different. This was to show a new life, which led to the Christian baptism of showing the resurrection of Jesus and the resurrected life that He provides. Mm-hmm. All right, verse seven. And when he saw many Pharisees and Sadducees coming to watch him baptize, he denounced them. <laughs> You brood of snakes, he exclaimed. Who warned you to flee the coming wrath? Prove by the way you live that you have repented of your sins and turned to God. Don't just say to each other, we're saved, for we are descendants of Abraham. That means nothing. For I tell you, God can create children of Abraham from these very stones. That imagery, Junior, mm-hmm. yeah, that imagery is, what we, again, in the Judean wilderness, you stones saw stones everywhere. 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 And now the axe of God's judgment is poised, ready to sever the roots of the trees. Yes, every tree that does not produce good fruit will be chopped down and thrown into the fire. Yeah, now why is he going after them so much? You read through that. Is it because they didn't have a sense of urgency when it came to God? They were just kind of comfortable with where they're at and their religion and not pushing themselves toward God? I I think this is really good, uh, and it's it's good for us to know this, man. We were watching The Chosen my wife and I were the other day, and she was saying, you know, by the, watching us, it looks like people really looked up to the Pharisees, but I, I didn't think they did. I said, no, they did. That's why Jesus and John both were pointing out the evils of the Pharisees, because we think of the name Pharisee automatically meaning hypocrite. It didn't to them in that day. They thought mm-hmm. they were 
these perfect people. And John was pointing out here that they were hypocrites. They weren't living the way they were talking and telling other people to live. Yeah. And so he was going after them hard and heavy because it's not enough to say something. It's how do you actually live? And they did yeah. not practice their own values, and they were they were terribly harsh. With well, that's why people. Jesus said, uh, "Do what they say, but don't do what they do." Exactly. All right, verse eleven. I baptize you. This is what John was saying. I baptize you with water. Uh, those who repent of their sins and turn to God, but someone is coming soon who is greater than I am, so much greater than that I'm not worthy even to be his slave and carry his sandals. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. I get a lot of questions as to what that means, Junior. Do you want to speak to that? I'll let you. Well, the Holy Spirit and with fire is he'll either baptize you with the Holy Spirit, that is when you come to repentance and come to faith in the gospel, believing the gospel, you receive the Holy Spirit. The alternative of that is hellfire. That's what he's saying. He's going to baptize you with either the Holy Spirit or with fire. So it's up to you whether you, you know, receive I've him read or that. reject I've read him. that wrong then because I've read that with Moses on the on Mount Sinai goes into the fire. And so people always saw God as being fire. I've always read it that way. I've never read it as hellfire. That's well, and honestly, if you if you read the commentaries, you get a lot of different interpretations on this that some will say it's talking about Pentecost with the fires in yeah. their head. and. And and but that, I, the way I view this is that it's either this or that because because of John's message, sure. it is either you follow him and turn to God, or this is the There's judgment no that's between. coming. So verse twelve, he is ready to separate the chaff from the wheat. Again, that's why he's mm-hmm. talking about the, the Holy Spirit or fire, the chaff that from the wheat, sense. with his winnowing fork. Then he will clean up the threshing area, gathering the wheat into his barn, but burning the chaff with the never-ending fire. So that's he's talking the about hell again. Yeah, that's right. So why don't you take over from here, uh, Junior, and why don't you read the rest of the chapter? Then Jesus went from Galilee, which is northern Israel, to the Jordan River to be baptized by John. But John tried to talk him out of it. I am the one who needs to be baptized by you, he said. So why are you coming to me? But Jesus said, it should be done, for we must carry out all that God requires, which I love that answer. It's like, we're doing this because this is what God asks us to do. Sometimes it's that simple. God asks you to do something. We don't need to split a bunch of hairs and dissect it. Just do it. And it helps us to have a good understanding of what baptism is. Baptism does not save us. Jesus didn't need to be saved. Mm-hmm. And that was his point. No, it's just the right thing to do. So That's we right. don't get baptized to get saved. We get baptized to show that we're saved and to so do what, God what, asks what to he do. asks us to do. Yep. So John agreed to baptize him. Verse 16, after his baptism, as Jesus came out of the water, the heavens were opened and he saw the spirit of God descending like a dove and settling on him. And a voice from heaven said, this is my dearly loved son who brings me great joy. At the Jordan River, a couple of weeks ago, we were there. I envisioned that scene, and uh, I just, I was just overwhelmed. Maybe too. Uh, Maybe too. Wouldn't it have been wonderful to have witnessed this ourselves? Yeah. Yep. Well, Junior, let's go over to Proverbs. And yep. uh, do you want to take Proverbs today and uh, your, your thoughts on uh, key Yeah, so today's verse. Proverbs, we're not going to read through it all, but today's Proverbs is Proverbs 3. And I love verse 7. It says, don't be impressed with your own wisdom. Because we've been reading about wisdom throughout mm-hmm. Proverbs the last couple of yeah. days. It says, don't be impressed by your own wisdom. And there's a lot of people that way. Just take so much pride in, in what they know. Instead, fear the Lord, turn away from evil. I love that because it's like the proof's in the pudding. If you're wise, you're going to fear God and do what's right. Yeah, that's that's the true test of wisdom. Yeah, that's good. We and encourage you to read coin- Proverbs. Read Proverbs 3. So we're not going to read it now, but we yeah. want encourage you, read the whole read chapter on your own or listen to it on the app. But I love how that coincides with with what we just read in, in Matthew. Just do the right thing. That's what Jesus came in to, to get baptized for. This is just what God asked me to do, so I'm here to do it. And hey, 
thanks for thanks for tuning in once again. This is Between the Lines, and uh, we'd love to talk to you again tomorrow. That's God right. bless. Go do what God says. Thank you.